Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer, a daily communal worship and prayer practice for followers of Christ. Today's call to worship is out of Psalm 57. Have mercy on me, God. Have mercy on me because I have taken refuge in you. I take refuge in the shadow of your wings until destruction passes by. I call out to God Most High, to God who comes through for me. He sends orders from heaven and saves me, rebukes the one who tramples me. God sends his loyal love and faithfulness. My life is in the middle of a pack of lions. I lie down among those who devour humans. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongues are sharpened swords. Exalt yourself, God, higher than heaven. Let your glory be over all the earth. They laid a net for my feet to bring me down. They dug a pit for me, but they fell into it instead. My heart is unwavering, God. My heart is unwavering. I will sing and make music. Wake up, my glory. Wake up, harp and lyre. I will wake the dawn itself. I will give thanks to you, my Lord, among all the peoples. I will make music to you among the nations, because your faithful love is as high as heaven. Your faithfulness reaches the clouds. Exalt yourself, God, higher than heaven. Let your glory be over all the earth. Our Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Genesis, chapter 19. The two messengers entered Sodom in the evening. Lot, who was sitting at the gate of Sodom, saw them, got up to greet them, and bowed low. He said, Come to your servant's house, spend the night, and wash your feet. Then you can get up early and go on your way. But they said, No, we will spend the night in the town square. He pleaded earnestly with them, so they went with him and entered his house. He made a big meal for them, even baking unleavened bread, and they ate. Before they went to bed, the men of the city of Sodom, everyone from the youngest to the oldest, surrounded the house and called to Lot, Where are the men who arrived tonight? Bring them out to us, so that we may sleep with them. Lot went out toward this entrance, closed the door behind him, and said, My brothers, don't do such an evil thing. I've got two daughters. Let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them whatever you wish. But don't do anything to these men, because they are now under the protection of my roof. They said, Get out of the way, and they continued, Does this immigrant want to judge us? Now we will hurt you more than we will hurt them. They pushed Lot back and came close to breaking down the door. The men inside reached out and pulled Lot back into the house with them and slammed the door. Then the messengers blinded the men near the entrance of the house from the youngest to the oldest so that they groped around trying to find the entrance. The men said to Lot, Who's still with you? Take away from this place your sons-in-law, your sons, your daughters, and everyone else you have in the city because we are about to destroy this place. The Lord has found the cries of injustice so serious that the Lord sent us to destroy it. Lot went to speak to his sons-in-law, married to his daughters, and said, Get up and get out of this place, because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his sons-in-law thought he was joking. When dawn broke, the messengers urged Lot, Get up and take your wife and your two daughters who are here, so that you are not swept away because of the evil in the city. He hesitated, but because the Lord intended to save him, the men grabbed him, his wife, and his two daughters by the hand, took him out, and left him outside the city. After getting them out, the men said, Save your lives, don't look back, and don't stay in the valley. Escape to the mountains so that you are not swept away. 
And the Lord rained down burning asphalt from the skies onto Sodom and Gomorrah. The Lord destroyed these cities, the entire valley, everyone who lived in the cities, and all the fertile land's vegetation. When Lot's wife looked back, she turned into a pillar of salt. Abraham set out early for the place where he had stood with the Lord and looked out over Sodom and Gomorrah and over all the land of the valley. He saw the smoke from the land rise like the smoke of a kiln. When God destroyed the cities in the valley, God remembered Abraham and sent Lot away from the disaster that overtook the cities in which Lot had lived. Today's epistle reading comes out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 11. Faith is the reality of what we hope for, the proof of what we don't see. The elders in the past were approved because they showed faith. By faith, we understand that the universe has been created by a word from God so that the visible came into existence from the invisible. By faith, Abel offered a better sacrifice to God than Cain, which showed that he was righteous since God gave approval to him for his gift. Though he died, he's still speaking through faith. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he didn't see death, and he wasn't found because God took him up. He was given approval for having pleased God before he was taken up. It's impossible to please God without faith because the one who draws near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards people who try to find him. By faith, Noah responded with godly fear when he was warned about events he hadn't seen yet. He built an ark to deliver his household. With his faith, he criticized the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes from faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was going to receive as an inheritance. He went out without knowing where he was going. By faith, he lived in the land he had been promised as a stranger. He lived in tents along with Isaac and Jacob, who were co-heirs of the same promise. He was looking forward to a city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, even Sarah received the ability to have a child, though she herself was barren and past the age for having children, because she believed that the one who promised was faithful. So descendants were born from one man, and he was as good as dead. They were as many as the number of the stars in the sky, and as countless as the grains of sand on the seashore. Today's Gospel reading comes out of the Gospel of John chapter 6, beginning in verse 27. Don't work for the food that doesn't last, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the human one will give you. God the Father has confirmed him as his agent to give life. They asked, what must we do in order to accomplish what God requires? Jesus replied, this is what God requires, that you believe in him whom God sent. They asked, what miraculous sign will you do that we can see and believe. What will you do? Our ancestors ate manna in the wilderness just just as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus told them, I assure you, it wasn't Moses who gave the bread from heaven to you, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. The bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said, sir, give us this bread all the time. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But I told you that you have seen me and still don't believe. Everyone whom the Father gives to me will come to me, and I won't send away anyone who comes to me. 
I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the one who sent me, that I won't lose anything he has given me, but I will raise it up at the last day. This is my Father's will, that all who see the Son and believe in him will have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. Praise the Lord. 
The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope in God's restoration of the world. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. We'll be reciting it every devotion between our song and prayer time. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Now let's enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you to lift your prayers silently or out loud, whichever is more comfortable depending on where you find yourself participating with us today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church around the globe. Help us to be unified in your mission today. May we be great representatives of Christ wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering, whether sick, injured, or oppressed today. May they feel your comfort, strength, and peace. And Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers today. Lord, we come to you not just with needs, but also with thanksgivings for the many blessings that you've given us. We thank you for those blessings, including these. 
And now let us pray the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these words of blessing out of Psalm 65. God of Zion, to you even silence is praise. Promises made to you are kept. You listen to prayer, and all living things come to you. When wrongdoings become too much for me, you forgive our sins. How happy is the one you choose to bring close, the one who lives in your courtyards. We are filled full by the goodness of your house, by the holiness of your temple. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's hymn was Praise to the Lord the Almighty, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible, Today's psalm, Old Testament, epistle, and gospel readings were by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created by Keller Gage. Today's episode was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.